When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi, Holly. Good day. Good day. Happy, Happy hump day. Mm-hmm. Let's start today's Dirt Alert with a little celebrity divorce news. Gina Davis and her fourth husband. Oh, my gosh have finally ended their 17-year marriage after nearly five years of bitterly contested divorce proceedings. Do they have a child together? They have twins. They have twins, that's right. right. And she was, like, older when they had him, and he's a plastic surgeon. Like, I, you'd have to tear me away from my plastic surgeon. (laughs) That would be a hard marriage to give up as we age. Yeah, so um, he was a pediatric plastic surgeon, or he is, uh, Dr. Reza Jahare, and they separated back in the summer of 2017 when Gina Davis kicked him out of their five-bedroom mansion in the Pacific Palisades. Now, according to sources, he wanted to end the marriage through mediation, dividing the assets, sharing child custody equally. They have three kids, actually, so they have a daughter who's 19, 17-year-old twins, But a source said that Gina Davis told him to lawyer up and she took the position that they were never actually legally married and therefore there would be no division of any of their property. Whoa. Now, we don't know the terms of this deal. They remain confidential. But a source telling page six that they were unfavorable to Reza, who agreed to settle just to put this behind him and to be free of the nightmare Gina has caused for him. And the source adds that Reza has had enough of her narcissism, so he was willing to take a bad deal just to make her go away and refocus on the kids. I think he was going after her money and stuff. Maybe, you know what I mean? Yeah. She must have had more money. Well, the source says that the couple collectively spent over $1.5 million in legal fees. Oh, what? A, wow. What a waste. Yeah, wow. so these legal fees, according to the source, which I believe is a source close to Reza, yeah, saying say. that the legal fees drove him to the brink of bankruptcy for months on end. He had to sleep on friends' couches in their spare rooms mm. and even in his car at times in order to keep up with payments to his lawyer. My goodness, who that knew that horrible. this is a bitter divorce we knew nothing about? Yeah, they kept their bitterness under the radar, unlike some celebrity couples. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Right. You, you splash your bitterness for us to read everywhere. Did you right. see she sold her Miraval thing yep. to Stoli? Yes. Yep. Yes, that's mm-hmm. right. Angelina Jolie cashing out uh, to Stoli for her stake in Chateau Miraval. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not surprising, though. You, you think that Brad Pitt's going to be selling off his portion of the chateau no i I think it's a good if he can afford to keep it i mean he's certainly working a lot i mean you posted the photo of margot robbie as clara bow on the set of babylon he's in that movie too this is now their second movie they've acted in yeah 
So, I mean, he's working. It seems like a lot. I think he should hang on to the Rosé place. As an asset. Mm -hmm. The Chateau. Yeah, so she sold out to Stoli. That's a better partner for him anyway now. Well, right. You know, you think about his friend George Clooney selling Casamigos and made Mm -hmm. a billion dollars doing it. Hello, Georgia. I mean, she did him a favor as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, there's lots of shell companies and LLCs, et cetera, et cetera, concerning Chateau Miraval. But, you know, Angie's out. Yeah, she's out. All right. Uh, a little uh, tip on some uh, Christmas movies that are coming in the way from Hallmark. We are getting a reunion, a Desperate Housewives reunion of sorts. Terry Hatcher and James Denton have been I cast in a Hallmark holiday mm-hmm. film called A Kiss Before Christmas. Love it. Ah. <laughs> so, Susan and what was his name? Uh, I don't ever see these two act in anything anymore. No, he's on The Good Witch. Oh, okay. He has been acting. Oh, he has. Yes. Okay. So they're going to be playing a married couple named Joyce and Ethan. It's set for release this holiday season. So the film's going to follow the character Ethan after he makes a wish for his life to be different. He wakes up the next morning. Shocker. Finds he's no longer married, his kids are gone, and he's the CEO of a large corporation. So it's kind of the reverse holiday Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, God, that's a good... And were those two married on the show? Susan and yeah, the plumber, okay, whatever yeah, his okay, name was. Yeah, I can't think together. of his plumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike. 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 Mike and of course, plumber. he was, um, you know, one of our Mr. January's. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes. Manuaries. <laughs> oh, man. Throwing it back to Manuary. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you're right, Lori. So the characters of Mike and Susan got married during season three of Desperate Housewives. Jeez. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. We haven't seen her in ages. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. I think there was a toxic breakup between her and the other women on Desperate Housewives. Like her and like the Kim Cattrall and yeah. the, the Sex mm-hmm. and the City ladies. Yeah, Terry Hatcher, I think, does stuff on Instagram. Does some Food light stuff. Inf- yeah, like YouTube, light, mm-hmm. light uh, lifestyling. Yes. So there she is. So she's going to be on that Hallmark original movie. No release date for that. But uh, A Kiss Before Christmas. Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, Erica Jane is in the hot seat in the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion. A trailer for the season 11 reunion was released on Instagram today with the caption, the champ is here, me with a diamond emoji. So this is showing Erica Jane looking full 1980s. Oh, my goodness. And like a hot, like a light pink V-neck gown with shoulder pads for days. And she's sitting and talking to Andy Cohen, and apparently want, they're going on one-on-one. Andy Cohen warns her, we're going to put you on a skewer, and I'm going to fire up the barbecue. Yeah, it was. Oh. I mean, I watched that trailer, and I'm like, oh, my God, the finale is tonight. Next right. week's the four-part reunion. And I'm glad Andy is turning on the barbecue and firing up the grill because she, I mean, what does she expect? Going right. on a reality show and trying to... You know, she's trying to rewrite the story through right. this whole season. It's just been painful. Yeah, but like you guys have always pointed out, the receipts are there. The tapes are there. Yes. yes. And and Bravo keeps winking and nodding and showing those receipts mm-hmm. of things she said, even to the point where they showed something where Tom in like June of 2019 or right before her... It was like May of 2019 where, where she had said, you know, in 2017, he started going downhill right. and they were talking about, she's, oh yeah, you're coming to my show and you make this all possible and you give me, I mean, they're showing all yes, that they are. stuff. Yeah. In this clip, Andy Cohen asks Erica, why didn't you leave Tom sooner? 
And then she replies, well, where was I going? Andy Cohen says, I know, I know what you make, you make on this show. Wait, what? He, he She said, well, where was I going to go? And he goes, well, I know how much money you make here. He said that? Yes. Oh, gosh. So you're going to be able to watch The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills four-part reunion starts October 13th. The finale's tonight, though, people. Yes. All right. Well, mm-hmm. watching Holly. Thanks, Thank Holly. Happy gossiping. It was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. I thought today's scandal because okay. we've had the um, we've talked on and off, you know, about Monaco and all of the many scandals that have gone on, but not maybe in a really big coherent way. So I thought I would do a deep dive because um, you know we have our friend in France, Tony. Bonjour, Tony. If Hi, you're bonjour, listening. Tony. And uh, when we talk about Monaco, you know, it is a country. That has, has been defined government. by scandal and intrigue for 700 years. Okay. And how big is it? I mean, it's teeny tiny. It's smaller than Central Park. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> yeah. Um, that's true. And Prince Albert, who is the son of Grace Kelly and Prince Rainier, before he got married in 2011, he was the most playboy prince of europe basically he he um you know was good looking then he had hair he was royal he didn't get married you know till he was like 47 years old so he had um just a very fun playboy life and when he got married he made a bold pledge that um because basically monaco has become synonymous with grift corruption Gambling and questionable banking practices. Somerset Mom, who's the British writer and he lived in Nice, he once described the French Riviera, um, which as as a sunny place for shady people. Funny. Okay. And this was like back in the 30s. And, but uh, anyway, he, when Prince Albert got married in 2011, he pledged to, you know, bring Monaco to be beyond re- re- uh, reproach and that he was going to change the some of the dysfunctional ways but without acknowledging all the ways that had been, that was going on. He, But, you know, it would be guided by morality, honesty, and ethics. And Julia, 15 years later, that's where we are after he ascended the throne, and several scandals later, there's a new one, Perhaps the most outrageous of all, a story that involves an anonymous Brazilian woman, dueling lawyers in Milan and Paris, a cameo by Vladimir Putin, and the worst sinus infection in the history of mankind by Princess uh, Charlene. Right. Okay. So, um, you know, the billionaire bachelor, I mean, he really, he's, he's, he's really has done a lot to keep the stardust flowing over Monaco because this is a man who um, even before he got married had already had at least two uh, children with women who had to come after him for like the DNA and everything. And um, he, he, he cannot get out of his way. So there is another, uh, another scandal and I'll just back up a little bit. So um, in 2005, after Prince Albert was, you know, crowned and everything. Um, the French magazine Paris Match, which mm-hmm. basically 
French people feel like Monaco is theirs. Right. You know, it's their little glitzy jewel. And so everybody reads Paris Match. But they revealed in 2005 when he took over the throne that he had this love child, that he had this baby with a flight attendant that he met on an Air France flight from Nice to Paris, as one does. And he accepted the boy in 2005. He's now 18 as part of his family and part of his fortune. But the Rainier family had changed their constitutional amendment in 2002 to only include siblings if heir, as heirs if they had children and that no illegitimate children born out of wedlock could be part of succession. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, they could be yeah, part yeah. of the money, fine, possibly. Fine. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, you know, Albert has a, has two sisters, one of whom, Stephanie, mm-hmm. who supposedly was driving the car when uh, Princess Grace died in the car crash. But, you know, she's been married three times. I don't... I mean, she's two bodyguards, an elephant trainer, and a circus acrobat. She's had a life. She's had a life. So, uh Anyway, and then in 2006, the very next year after 2005, so this is just two years of ascending, you know, being the king, a DNA test confirmed that a waitress from Palm Springs, California, had a daughter with him. And mm-hmm. sure enough, it was his daughter. She was having a normal day at school when Albert's lawyers announced that she'd been formally recognized as a member of a billionaire family halfway across the world, but they've never met. Okay, and in the space of one year, this playboy prince and committed bachelor had, you know, gone to the throne, admitted to having two illegitimate children. And then, of course, all kinds of paternity claims started coming in, Mm -hmm. you know, but new claims are different now um, because he is now 63. He's not a bachelor. He's not handsome anymore at all. He's kind of fat and balding and ugly. Yeah. And he's now married to Princess Charlene, who's 20 years younger. Mm-hmm. And their wedding costs $55 million. $55 million? Giorgio Armani, Carl Lagerfeld, Naomi Campbell were guests. It was like a big, huge deal. And um, even in the run-up to the wedding, there were rumors of another love child coming to fruition. In fact, the magazine La Express published claims um, that there was this other child and that Charlene cried during her wedding and tried to escape Monaco and once traveled to Paris for a fitting and tried to not come back. And her handlers (laughs) made her come back. So... Just, you know, didn't start off on the right no, foot the right. week before your wedding, having, having all of that. So anyway, there's now another woman who's demand, you know, there's court documents that have been filed. And she says that she met Prince Albert in a nightclub in Rio in 2004. And he told her he was a Canadian lawyer and diplomat. And she, they had this two-week thing where they a private jet hopped all over the place just screwing their brains out. No, 2004. He doesn't get married until 2011. They have this globe-trotting tryst. Okay. okay? And flying from Rio to Lisbon to Milan to Paris. And then he had her go to Moscow to get a visa to come to Monaco. And in the Russian capital, that is where this woman says, you know, Monaco's or Prince Albert, I, I know Vladimir Putin, he'll get you your visa. 
Okay, got it. Okay. Oh, so then apparently she had a baby nine months later, and she's been fighting with him. Um, she For paternity? Well, but she thought she thought he was her Canadian lawyer, but he sure. just dropped her, and it wasn't until four years later when she saw him in Grazia, an Italian gossip magazine. That's oh, my, my Albert. So she's been fighting to have this DNA test from him. And um, that's been going on. And it didn't really come out until just this past January. So when Charlotte decided, you know, uh, that she would go, you know, she showed up in January at an event. She took off her scarf and one side of her head was shaved. Remember that in January? And people were like, what in the hell? Right. It's a charity event. And she's dressed like a... You know, kind of gothy, punky, yeah. whatever you want to call it. It was shocking. They clutched their diamonds, Grant, in Monaco when they saw Princess. They're like, what is going on really? with her? And um, so, you know, what's going on? And then at the same time, she skipped an official meeting that she and her husband had with Emmanuel Macron. Then in May, she flew to South Africa for what was going to be one week. And it's now the middle of October almost. Mm-hmm. And she is still not home because of her sinus Sinus infection infection. related to a dental implant procedure. And I mean, he had to give an interview and he had to give an interview to people magazine. I know saying everything is okay. So people are really not happy about, um, well, they love the intrigue. They love all of this, but this is why she is staying away because this is all playing out in the courts right now about if he has to present himself and give the DNA. To the next, to this other person. To this other, this other one. Now, remember, she marries him going into it. That, you know, yeah. that there was a new one. And, um, you know, Rainier, Prince Rainier, his sister, Antoinette, tried to wrestle him off the throne so she and her son could rule. They've yeah. just had... Well, what are the, it's Stephanie, remember the one that was always, it was Princess Stephanie. Stephanie and, is and the one. And who was the other one? Uh, she, Caroline, Caroline. Caroline. And her husband tragically died, died in, in a, a boat, ac- boat accident. And when, when Rainier and Grace Kelly got married in 1956, there were 1,500 journalists there. MGM broadcast it live to 30 million people. And the 700 guests included like David, you know, Cary Grant, David Niven, Aristotle, Onassis, and uh, anyway, so she changed the reputation uh, of Monaco, and it's still, you know, people feel very, um, you know, glamorous story, and you recognize it from different movies, but this is uh, another paternity scandal, and they, the gossip in Europe, in all these different magazines, is heating, 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 heating up, so, Jeez. yeah. He he wants to be a legitimate. He wants to present this thing, but he's got a very ugly scandal nipping at his heels, and it is the longest running sinus infection. And I promise <laughs> not to bring it up again until she comes home. Promise if she comes home. <laughs> That's a long time. She's away from I her know. kids. That's how bad it is. She left her kids. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, so here's just a little of my one little squid game update for you oh, guys. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. know the the young girl who's in it, who's the from the North Korea. Yeah, that spoke with the accent. Yeah, her name is uh I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, Ho Yun Jung. Okay. Okay, she is 
She already has, and she's just, I love her little freckles. She's just so, so pretty. She's the new global house ambassador for Louis Vuitton for fashion watches and jewelry. Love it. Just, you know, and they've already got her modeling. And um, so that's kind of a cool thing. And Julia, Holly posted this, Mew Mew is trying to bring back low-rise Mini skirts, you know, like remember Brittany and Christina Aguilera, where there would be this much between and the low rise minis, so uh-huh. they were just barely showing a lot. I mean, that, mm-hmm. yeah, that's they're trying to bring it back. Well, we have that to look forward to. <laughs> that is so, so exciting. And denim skirts are back in. Reese that's Witherspoon so filming her funny rom com with Ashton Kutcher. She's wearing a denim skirt with a jacket and clogs with the strap on the back. The high heeled strap. Are you clog. sure that isn't like a period piece? Well, maybe it is. Yeah, maybe it is. But I just I thought she looked darling in it. Right. I was like that. That look works right now today. Right. Totally. I don't know about the low rise mini, and I'm happy for Ho Yun Jun. I know it. There was an article in the Star Tribune today about the Squid Game is deeper than its chilling violence. Mm, yeah, it is. I was trying to tell a friend of mine to watch it, and I said it's gory, but it's temporary. But it's about something bigger and better, and I thought this was kind of a nice now a nice summary. The characters represent the best and the worst of human beings, mm-hmm. and how they compete in the deadly <laughs> games is far more illuminating than how they accumulated their debt. Yeah. So I just thought that's kind of it. It's the it's best. a clever way of showing the best and worst of humanity. It, the it way really, they did this show, yeah. and I kind of just liked that because I thought that was good. Because people find these themselves in moral and ethical dilemmas all the time. All the time. And how you behave, what your character, how you... What, what are you, your like, values? And what, what your values are. Like, when I was younger, I seriously never, like, really thought too much about a person's character. I was, like many people, but, you know, surface, shallow, how good-looking are you? What kind of money do you have? You know, what kind of car do you drive? What do you have this? Shallow, shallow, shallow. And then it's like once... You know, then you're once you maybe get a little bit older or you get in a situation, you become more serious and you're like, this person does not match my right. Your values. How I feel about it. And then you're right. like, how could you? Right. You know, or why would you or whatever? Character's so, key. Yeah. So that, is I, a, I, that, that show is brilliant that way. It, it is. It is so, so good that okay. way. I have to say, I watched Ellen. I taped it yesterday because oh, Leah Remini yes, was yes, on. Yes, 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 yes. She has been on that show a gazillion times, and they showed a very funny clip from, like, the second year Ellen was on, and it was, like, the second year Leah was on King of Queens. Those guys are buddies. They go, I mean, way, as far as show buddies. Sure, sure, sure. And they had a whole funny thing, but, um, boy, Ellen really loved It's amazing like she was really happy. Like she just overstayed there longer than she wanted to be there. You can really tell like when they showed this old clip and Mm -hmm. it wasn't just that she looked younger. She just seemed happy. Like I'm, I noticed Ellen, she's like holds her chair you know, she put her puts her fingernail in. She just there's a tense attention. Well, what was there any? No, there's nothing. Those two. So, are, so the headline that they're saying there was this drama was as much ado about nothing. Yeah, crying out loud. but the thing I laughed about, the thing I laughed about is that Ellen introduced uh, her skincare line. That's three. Ellen, years, has Ellen a, that's three years in the making, and you guys, I kid you not, 
The name of it is Kind Science. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Now, she <laughs> that's was really, known. That's really funny. The kind lady who's not really kind. Yeah, that's funny. And it's Kind Science, and it's age-positive skincare. Okay, that's funny. That's funny. And I'm just like, I wonder how many, like, focus groups they had testing out that name given that Ellen famously said it's hard to be known as the kind lady and not even be able to have one off day. I mean, I would think that would be a burden. That she's not yeah. known as kind though. You right. know, that would I be mean, a she burden. Made it. I'm like, Ellen, it's hard to be known. That's how you've, that's been your whole positioning. Like don't slap the hand that feeds you girl. Sure. But anyway, they must've done some um, fo- focus groups and realized they could get away with calling your skincare line kind science. That's funny. All right. So 30 years ago today in 1991, Elizabeth Taylor got married for the eighth time to Larry Fort- Fortinsky. Oh, my word. The, the guy she met. Work, she met him in rehab. That's right. Michael Jackson gave away Elizabeth Taylor at his Neverland Ranch. They got divorced five years later. Yeah. I mean, we were all kind of hopeful that she'd found her Her love, her Schneider, her handyman, this hot blonde. It seemed like it. He was like only 10 years younger. Yeah. Age appropriate. Yeah. Boy, Michael Jackson, Elizabeth Taylor, they They really were were friends. friends. They really, really were friends. There was nothing fake about that. Tina Turner cashed out her uh, music interest to BMG. Yep. She sold everything. The whole kit and caboodle. So... Mm. Then, yeah, that's a lot. She doesn't want to deal with it. It's all being done. Now the will's being redrafted. Good Lord. And she's being inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at the end of the month. I think that'll be... Um, I'm going to... Yeah, I know. We're going to watch that. Well, I'll DVR it. It's always they on HBO on a Saturday. It'll, it'll be on a Saturday yeah. night on HBO or HBO yeah. Max. And it's four hours. And you just have to... You get a tape it so you can fast forward you really do you know um we've been talking about um dale stark was on a couple weeks ago or last week i think talking about the hennepin theaters trust new season of broadway plays and frozen um the review is in rohan preston yeah what do you say said you know this local woman caroline in and britcher or belcher or something like that is wonderful and it's here through for a while, you guys, if you still, you know, tickets are still available to go take your family to yeah, Frozen. Yeah, three weeks. And I guess it's just super fun. Mm. And just seeing live theater, you know, and I heard I mean, an ad the for the music man. Yeah, it's super fun. Super fun. If it's right. anything like Disney Frozen on Ice, there I saw go. a lot of, lot of little, little That's people coming dressed back. up as That's Olaf. coming back. There it is. Uh huh. Disney on Ice is coming back. Those tickets just went on sale, too. So, anywho, everyone have a great night. We will be back tomorrow. Happy Home Day. Job done. Off you go.